What's up, everybody? Four Post Reality here. I just got, uh, I'll be honest with you guys, I just got blown away by uh, Fly Times, uh, Flying Through Time, Fly Times Podcast. Um, if y'all don't know who he is, Fly Time 12, I, Fly Time 12 at YouTube, I believe it is what it is. I will uh, get him on here at some point on the show so he can uh, give all his details out to y'all again. Now, he was just discussing uh, the Superstar Showdown, or I think there's a super showdown or whatever out of a jet of Saudi Arabia. Now, I'm not going to get into all the nonsense about it and people always talking about stuff. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about all that because I don't feel like it needs to be talked to. I feel like that, that has been beaten to death. I've beaten like a dead horse. It's been beaten like a dead horse. So I'm not going to get into all the, the political stuff about it. And I'm actually not really going to get into much of the, uh, the pay-per-view either because I didn't really watch it. You know, it started at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, sometimes you just... It's just harder to, you know, plus I already knew what it was going to be. You know, I knew it was going to be a glorified house show. I knew nothing was going to change hands. If you really wanted to get the actual outcome of the match, you're just going to watch Stomping Grounds, which two of the top, you know, two of the top um, matches, I think maybe even three are on the card. Um, the card has been put out, um, at least some of the matches so far. Let me go ahead and get that list for you. I do know that. Uh, as Fly Time was saying, uh, what is his name? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is going to be wrestling Kofi Kingston in a steel cage. Let's see, what are some of the other... Uh, getting my information today off of uh, Wrestling Inc. They are a very good, they're a very good website and they're very, uh, very good journalists. So I really do uh, like, I really do enjoy they really enjoyed their, their, you know, their stuff. All right, so as I was saying, still cage match for the WWE title, Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, with that match, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I see, I see Ziggler going over, and I see Big E, I see Big E doing the, uh, the switch, the turn. We'll see, we'll see, but that's what I'm seeing happening. Um, I, I'm not even sure really when it is, but yeah, I definitely see, uh, Ziggler winning. Because it's, it's a, okay, so here's the deal. It's, oh, it's a steel cage, so that guarantees a screw job. A guaranteed screw job. Nobody's supposed to come in the cage, but it all—it's like they forget that we don't know. It's like it's like they—it's like they don't think that we're smart, or it's like they'll forgive us and stuff. It's gonna be the same thing as always. It's just you got to pick the players. Like who is it? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be uh, Bray Wyatt comes out in the ring and he's there and. Boom, he hits Kofi Kingston with the, uh, you know, with the, how was it called? I, I can't remember the name of it. But is it going to be that or is it going to be, or is it going to be, you know, a big E tournament? We'll just have to wait and see. So, you know, that's one of those things where you know that it's going to happen when it still cages the box. It's just, it's, it's guaranteed. There's no, <laughs> there's no if, ands, or buts. It's, it's going to happen. So, Let's go to the second match, uh, WWE Universal title match, Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins. Now, this match has all the potential for one of those that's going to make uh, Seth Rollins either, like, just bury him to the floor or whatever, because I think Corbin's going to win, guys. I really do, and I know that's hard to say, and I know that nobody really wants to hear that, but the way the way they book these shows shows me that they really see a lot 
they see a big freaking amount in Baron Corbin, which they should. I mean, Baron Corbin, he's really, dude, he's really came a long way. I mean, he's came a long way. And I really enjoy the work he's doing right now. He's been giving damn near nothing, and he's making something out of it. So you have to, you have to appreciate that. So I do appreciate his, um, his hard work, and he's been getting some crap lines. So the fact that he can actually pull something out of nothing has been pretty impressive. I really do wish they would change that outfit, though. That, that thing is terrible. He's got a, I mean, he's got cats all over the place. He needs to at least be able to show them, you know. He at least shaved so he doesn't have to skull it anymore. And, you know, skull <laughs> it. He, you know, he did all that. So that part is, you know, that is actually finished now. He's got that. I think if he, I think if they put the pants back on him like he had with the shaved head, man, he'd be, he'd be like the sweetest. He'd be like one of the best heels because, man, his two finishing moves are awesome. His setup and his, his signature and his finisher, they're awesome. And you really don't see a lot of wrestlers anymore that have those moves. It's like, let me give it a perspective. Every time you see the Miz do the yes kicks, you know that he's going to miss to the very end. Randy Orton, every time he does that thing where he taps the ground or where he taps the ring, you know he's going to miss. I mean, there's like no, there's no doubt at all. He's never hit it in like four years. So... I know he's not going to hit it. They they think that we don't watch this or something. Like It's like a collective groan as soon as like he does that. like Everyone knows it's not going to work. Everyone knows that when Miz does that, it's not going to work. It's just the way, I mean, it's just so unbelievable how like, you know, sometimes they, they think these things. And like, and it's nice to see Corbin, he does win with both of those moves. So they're definitely booking him strong. Um, I really wish that I know it's a little off subject for the card. I only have a couple matches on this card right now, so I don't really know a lot of them. But what I do know is um, what we're kind of going over right now. Now, I do want to talk about Braun Strowman. Speaking of those things, man, they've really done something to him, man. They've, they've, given him the, uh, they've given him the Kane treatment, the Undertaker treatment, the things like that, where they build him up to be a monster, and then they break him down like like he's yesterday's diaper. Like he was so high on the card. And when they beat and when um you know, and when they screwed him over with you know the whole Baron Corbin thing and the and the cash in and all that, which I believe that happened in didn't that didn't that also happen in Saudi Arabia? Wasn't that like another pay per view? So basically you teased you know, one I see what it was either that or it was at the one in Australia. But either way, you you get a you get a cheap way to get the you get a cheap way to get that off of the the you know the the monster in the bank. But now you got it with Brock Lesnar and I see Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman being a freaking WrestleMania main event. Like a legit one. And we and we need to get off of these eight hour pay per views, man. It makes me not even want to watch it to be honest with you. And I think a lot of fans feel that way. I really do. I think that when you have an eight-hour pay-per-view, you have to watch that thing in segments. You can't, like, who couldn't, like, who has that kind of time? Like, the AEW show, it was, it was perfect. Like, I didn't, you, it didn't even feel like it was four or five hours. I heard some people on the internet kind of talking about how it was a longer show, but gosh, you couldn't tell. Like, you had no idea. It was just so perfectly paced. It was so perfectly booked. And I know that, you know, I'm being a little fanboy right now, but man, it was so refreshing to see like a major, like a majorly legit company start out 
went bang. I mean, it was unbelievable, man. What a great way to book a show. I really hope that they can continue this. I mean, I am I am obviously a super big wrestling fan, and I believe that if they continue to do like that, then we're going to have a nice little uh, future in wrestling. And I told my son a time the other day, I said, man, one of the coolest points in my wrestling uh my wrestling fandom is the Monday Night Wars when I had two, like me and my brother, man, we had two TVs set up side by side. And it was really freaking awesome. Like, those were the days. So, hopefully, my son kind of gets to relive that. Um, we'll see, though. Um, but back to what I was saying. I think Baron Corbin will be winning that uh, title, and I think Brock Lesnar will be cashing in. Or or, or they'll, they'll make it go towards, uh, like, a short title reign and, Lesnar wins at the SummerSlam. Regardless of what happens, I don't think that Vince is capable of not letting uh, Lesnar have the title. It's clear that they see him as the main guy on the card. The way they're like having Kofi and Rollins Google and Oogle all over themselves because they want the, they want the shot. So, I don't know, man. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Raw women's title match. Lacey Evans versus Becky Lynch. Here's what I see happening, guys. I see him taking the strap off of uh I see him taking the strap off of uh Becky Lynch. Now I don't know how long they're gonna do it. I don't see them doing it for long. Maybe they'll test the waters out. I feel like this title rank me personally, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this. I apologize uh excuse my French, but I feel like this title reign from Becky Lynch has been redundant, repetitive, and either A, like get her some new material or something, because I mean, she's beast mode on Twitter, but she is getting owned right now by Edge. And I can't tell, honestly, if that's, like, legit or if that's, like, play heat. But, man, you start talking about some dude's personal life. I don't think it's play heat, man. It might be. But if it is, man, they're crossing some lines. And they better they better know. <laughs> they better know it's play. Because that's brutal. Some of the stuff I've read is brutal. Uh, Edge has really been hammering it down. You know, but we'll see. I don't know. I Like, every time... Every time that Becky Lynch gets the mic, I know what she's going to say. It's like the same thing written over and over again. So it's not, there's nothing, there's nothing um, exciting about it. I mean, she's going to come out there. She's going to say that she won both titles and it was a historic main event, blah, 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 you know, and all this, and, which is great, man. That match was badass. I really enjoyed it. Pardon my French. It was a great match. But she's been talking about it since April. It's June, you know, so... I don't feel like they capitalized on that. They didn't really put out a good, uh, they didn't really put out a good, I mean, this Lacey Evans thing is great, but I was hoping they put Lacey Evans and Charlotte together. And you have them wrestling on Monday Night Raw and just a throwaway, man. It was like, what is wrong? What are y'all doing? They do that all the time, man. You had money right there. You had money right there. So hopefully they do get them um, together and they call them like, I don't know, Something blonde because they do look a lot alike. I really think they got a kind of a lot of like the same, you know, physical features and everything like that. I do think that the Lacey Evans um, accent needs to go. Okay, if you ain't if you are not from the South, you do not need to be trying to do a Southern accent. It just doesn't work. It's it's almost impossible to do, and she's terrible at it. And it needs to stop. <laughs> now, if she's from the South. Man, she has got one over the top, and I've heard people like that down here talking like that. But man, not that many. That's that's some of that's just terrible. But I digress. So, like I said, guys, I think Lacey Evans will be getting that title. 
Uh, SmackDown Women's Title: Alexis Bliss versus Bailey. I see Bailey winning this match. Uh, it depends, though, man. It depends. They uh, cause I don't really see them putting the strap back on a uh, Alexa Bliss right now because Alexa Bliss has been dealing with a lot of concussion and just uh, a lot of concussions and things like that. I really don't see them taking that risk. And honestly, there's really no reason for it to. Bailey's probably the most over female wrestler on that she could be. She could be on that Becky Lynch level. And me personally, I think she's a better wrestler than Becky Lynch. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to describe Becky Lynch. There's some times where she's just off the charts, and then there's other times where it's like, yeah. It's kind of like that Lacey Evans. Uh, it's like that Lacey Evans, you know. Uh, Lacey Evans and Charlotte, Charlotte match. It's like that. It was just thrown together. It wasn't very good. They didn't have any time to practice it out, and uh, it just didn't. It just didn't look good. So you know that is just unacceptable, man. You had a, you have a WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or something like that main event, and uh, you know you, you, that happened. So I don't know what they'll do when it comes to the women. Man, they just don't really know how to book a show. They don't really know how to book it. You had that whatever. What was that called? The Women's Revolution. What was that show called? I think that's what it was called, actually. It was a good show. I really wish they'd do another one, but they, uh, it, you can always tell who they see. Like, they, they had a, uh, they had it going on for, you know, Nikki and Brie Bella. And ever since they kind of retired and stepped out, they're trying to make, they're not doing a very good job at making female superstars. You're, you know, after, after, uh, Ronda Rousey has stepped away. They really have done not very much to, you know, from the... They haven't done much, is what I'm trying to say. They haven't done much to try to build these other women up. Like, you only have, really, two people that Becky Lynch is shooting with, and they're all... And one's Charlotte, and one's Lacey. You know? I don't... I don't know. I do think they did... I don't think they even should have taken both belts off of Becky yet. Personally, like, what was the point? You beat Ronda Rousey, dude. You're not. You tapped out Ronda Rousey. You do not need to be losing for at least a year. So, I mean, that's just the way I see it. I mean, I, maybe a lot of other people are the same way. But if you tapped out Ronda Rousey, you do not need to be losing a match for at least a year. You need to have two belts. You can lose on the next pay per view. Or hell, let's even do this. Don't lose them for two years. Like, let's get back into the old. Style wrestling where a guy would hold the title for a year, two years. I mean, there's like CM Punk range. Those were the days. I mean, CM Punk held it for a long time. Brock Lesnar did too, but he was never on TV, so you never really kind of, you never really understood that. But you know, that would have been uh, something else. And then, uh, and then later on, uh, and then on the card, there's also Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Now, this would be a great match. But we all know that Roman's going to win. If if Drew wins, I'd be very surprised, especially because Roman just took that Roman just took that loss from Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's been on a little bit of a win streak lately, but Shane McMahon has also probably got his way when it comes to the booking. So you know he is kind of the he is kind of like the the owner's son. <laughs> so it kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, talking about a little more wrestling. Little wrestling news. There is a there's a show tonight on 
in uh, on Fight Network. It's the New Japan Show Dominion. Let me go ahead and run down that card with everyone. Um, it starts at 2 a.m. Central time. There's also a pay-per-view that had started earlier. It was from Impact Wrestling. Um, something about I can't remember what the name of the show is, guys. I apologize. It's called like Into the Mist. It's like a uh, Muda Into the Mist. It's a pretty cool little name. Uh, me and my son are gonna check that one out when I get off work. But the 2 a.m. one, man, you got John Moxley. You, you know, in this match, you got all these guys. You got Chris Jericho versus a uh, Okada. I really don't see Jericho winning this title, but man, you never know. I mean, Jericho is like Jericho is one of the Probably the, I mean, I know people are going to say, like, heartbreak kids, but man, Jericho is, like, on another level. Dude. He's, like, this old. He's never, hopefully he doesn't get hurt, but he's just, he's almost, he, it's almost unbelievable the stuff he can do at his age. Not only that, but the guy's, like, a freaking rock star, podcast man, writes books. He can do it all, man. It's really, it's really freaking fun watching Jericho, and I think that match will be uh, awesome. So let's run through that card real quick, and then I'll get off here. Stop yapping and laughing. Here we go. Let's see here. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. All right. All right. I'm just going to run through this card, guys. Um, 30-minute time limit. Rasuki Taguchi and Juice Robertson and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus uh, Taji Ishimori and Chase Owens and Jay White. Yoshihashi and Jushin Thunder Liger versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, uh, Satoshi Kojima versus Shingo Takagi. And uh, John Moxley versus Shota Yumono. Uh, like I said, you know, my brother told me that the Juice versus Dean match was awesome. I'm hoping to watch it. It just came on Access TV today or whatever, and he said it was crazy. So uh, the Never Open. The never open weight championship match between Tomohiro Ishii, Tomohiro Ishii uh, versus Tashi. That will be uh, in the defense of that title. The IWGP Tag Team Championship match between uh, Tonga Loa and Tamatonga for the third time will defense the title against Sonata of, and King of Darkness Evel. Uh, I, uh, and uh, let's see, IWGP. Junior heavyweight title match. Dragon Lee will wrestle Will Osprey. Then you have the IWGP Intercontinental match against uh, Kota Ibushi versus Tetsui Naito. That match will be off the freaking charts. That might be the match of the night. As far as like pure, just unreal, that'll probably be it. But as far as story goes, I think you're you're probably looking at one of the best matches probably this year you'll see. And that's uh, Kazuchika Okada will defend for the second time the title against Chris Jericho. The Chris Jericho promo that he put out where he's screaming he will win and then just bows his head and the music and the, the camera goes black. Great promo. That's how you do it, guys. That's how you make a promo, and that's how you get superstar level. Chris Jericho's done it all, and he still keeps reinventing himself. It's almost unbelievable. It's freaking crazy. So, guys, I really hope that y'all have enjoyed this 20-minute podcast, this is actually the longest podcast I've ever um, went through, and I think that it's, I think I did a good job, man. Like I said, my name is Addison. I was your host. Me and, uh, me and Fly Time will be getting later for another podcast, and I think that uh, that wraps it up for today. So 
Have a good day, guys. Four Post Reality, signing off.